Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Mosley Show. It's Walter Abercrombie. I mean, I hate to even bother Walter. The man is very busy. He finally has a road game here where he won't be hosting. Huge uh, group in that letter winner's lounge there, and uh, what a great place that is. Walter, that's an interesting way to start a season, isn't it, with four straight uh, home games. It's uh, That's not exactly how it usually goes. Eight home games. I mean, you, uh, you've you been a busy man. Welcome to the show. Well, Matt, thank you so much, man. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's, that's, um, that's a heck of a way to start the season, <laughs> uh, particularly in my job. I mean, it's just four weekends in a row hosting a lot of Baylor folks. I love being around Baylor folks, man, but that is a lot of work. <laughs> hey, well, I think you're, you're, what you're saying is we're kind of high maintenance, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, my goal at the end, uh, Matt, you know, um, in the Letterman's Lounge, and you've been in there before, and you, you're in your family, and, um, you know, I just, I, I, it's like it's like my family. You know, you guys are, like my family, you come in the room, and mm-hmm. the the main thing that we want to do is make sure that while you're in there, you're comfortable, you're having a good time. Um, the thing that we can't control, though, Matt, and that is uh, what goes on on the football field. Now, I can tell you that if people have a good time in the lounge, what happens on the football field uh, is not maybe if it's not so uh, so favorable for the Baylor Bears. It makes the it makes the trip to Waco a little bit easier, you know, when you're having a good time in the lounge. So at least we're able to provide that. <laughs> I always uh, leave the press box and then make my way down there because of how hospitable and how great it is in there. And again, if if a game's going the wrong direction, it is a nice it's a nice <laughs> retreat. <laughs> it's great to get in there. Some great food and great friends. Walter Abercrombie with us, B Association Executive Director. Walter, it's interesting to me how you choose. I brought this up with you, and I saw you recently in there, that legend of the week, because uh, I've really liked it. I mean, every I've told you before, it not every one of them may end up in the Baylor Hall of Fame. Certainly some of them will. But, like, it was just cool to see, uh, was it, I think, Mike Fisher recently, uh, kind of a blast from the past on some uh, great Baylor teams, um, even going back to the 70s. Uh, and then this last one, Bryce Hager. Now, you that you had some showmanship on choosing him for Baylor UT, the son of a famous Longhorn player. Did you, uh, uh, did you kind of choose that one on purpose for that oh, week? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's exactly right. I, I I looked at the choices that, that we we were dealing with, and I said, you know what? Because I played with uh, with uh, Britt, his uh, Bryce's dad. I played with him in Philadelphia. He was a great linebacker for the Texas Longhorns back in the um, I think the late early seven, early eighties or maybe the late eighties. And um, I so I knew him. And just to have uh, Bre- uh, Bryce come to Baylor was a was a real treat. And of course, we talked about his dad all the time. I always asked him mm-hmm. about him. And and but anyway, when we visited this summer about being a legend, he 
you know, he didn't, I, he didn't say, Hey man, I cannot be at the Texas game. That, that was something that I thought would be special for him uh, since we were playing UT and then uh, he can have his chill, uh, his family come and join him uh, and, and get it, you know, be with him when he receives the award. The thing that I was worried about though, Matt, was if we did that, would his father and mother be at the game wearing UT apparel? <laughs> that, that would be awkward on the field. But, of course, they are such classy people. They were there to support their son, and, and they were decked out in Baylor Bear gear, and I was proud of that. That's pretty neat, especially for a big-time Longhorn uh, like that. Britt had that Fu Manchu, didn't he? Seemed like that's kind of what I remember about him when he was with the Longhorns. I don't know if he had it still with the Eagles, but he had a pretty intimidating looking mustache, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite remember. He, I think he was clean shaven when uh, when he got okay. to Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but I think I've seen pictures of exactly what you're referring to. Yeah, and they have a brother who played at Texas and had real long hair. I, I was trying to find him on the field. And I think I had him pegged, and he didn't quite have the long flowing hair anymore, but he played linebacker <laughs> for the Longhorns and was probably on the field when the Bears took it to him a couple of times. Um, Walter, I, I, I know that it hurts you as much as anybody when the Bears have, are kind of in the state they're in, one in three. I mean, are you able to kind of maintain some optimism here and, uh, and, 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 and maybe see – um, the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, or sometimes that can be bad. Get it? The light at the end of the tunnel. But I, <laughs> what, what, um, what are you kind of seeing from this program right now? Because again, Dave and others kind of lean on you sometimes, and you've gotten to know some of these staff members. But you also know this is a struggle right now, and this is a team that was really good just two years ago, won a conference title. What do you kind of sense that has happened here, and and what is it going to take to kind of get this thing moving in the right direction? Well, I I, I do know I've been a you know as you know, Matt I've been around football for a long time and I've I've seen good days, bad days. Uh, we all have them. Uh, in fact, uh, when we were talking with um, with Britt Hager, uh, we we talked about some of the days. Uh, the difficult days at the University of Texas, and they've, so everybody has them. Um, and right now, we're we're just uh, having some difficult days. And um, and when people are experiencing difficult days, Baylor fans, you know, they start questioning, you know, everything. And uh, mm. I think that's what's happening. But we've been a part of these things before. People have short memories. You know, I remember when. Dave Miranda first got here. I think we only won two games or something, maybe three games. It wasn't a very fun season. Yeah. Uh, the same thing. Uh, if you go back to Matt Rule, uh, his first year, uh, he didn't win but a couple of games. And so when when you think about the history, those days are easy to forget. Um, mm. But we've struggled before. I think the thing that's different about this year is that it, it seems to be an extension of the way the season ended last year and people have those bad memories. So you have two years kind of merged together and you just, you're just kind of wondering, are we headed in the right direction and so forth? And that's a, that's natural to do. I can tell you though, that 
um, I believe D- uh, David said, Dave Miranda said this when he spoke in the lounge on last Saturday, that um, this team has has great has some potential to be highly competitive. He's seeing it in their workouts. He's seeing it in their efforts, but somehow that effort is not being translated on the football field on game days. And so he's got to figure out as a head coach um, how he's going to be able to get his team to make that transition. Because if they can do that, Matt, uh, I think there's a good chance that we'll end the season on on a much better note than we began the season with. Yeah, I like that. And you know you have letter winners that want to see more fire. Um, and of course, it's just not his personality, is it? it and uh, now there are people on the staff who bring that kind of fire. I think sometimes you just have to have people on your staff. Um, you know, it wasn't like Coach Taft was the fieriest guy ever. He certainly could be when he needed to, and I think one stare could get everybody's attention. But I'm thinking back to those days. Y'all had such a great staff. He had such a loyal staff. Who was the who was kind of the fiery uh, coach on that team? Because as I think back of Cotton and Bill, and I kind of think of these stately, um, not reserved, but not, I don't know, I didn't think of them as guys that would like get in your face as much. You probably have a different experience <laughs> for some of those guys. But was it Pete? Like who were the guys back then that, uh, or even Corky before he left, that, that had that fire to them? Well, I think um, in terms of a, a, a person who was a motivator, uh, Grant was not necessarily a yeller, a screamer, and he didn't scream at you or yell at you, but he had a way of motivating you, and, and he was he, he could be fiery now, mm-hmm. uh, Coach Taft could. But if, if, you're, if you're talking about a guy that would just literally light you up, that was Corky Nelson. I think everybody knows that. Uh, during his time before he left, and Pete, you know, and, and Coach uh, Pete came. But mm-hmm. I will tell you that uh, Corky was the was the guy who would be, I guess, the motivator of the defense. And as you know, we had a really, really strong defense during those years he coached here. And he wasn't a guy that would ever made it personal. He always he just knew how to get in the guys and motivate them uh, when they needed to be motivated. And so uh, I don't know who on the staff currently um, plays that mm-hmm. role, but mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I, I do think that sometimes you kind of need that person to get guys going. And, and I'll tell you another thing: uh, coaches are important, but the the true leaders on a football team that can that can get you going are the players and I don't know if there are is that kind of leadership on the football team but we had a guy named Mike Singletary as you remember mm-hmm. Mike Singletary was a terrific leader uh, when somebody wasn't doing their job Mike would be the first one there encouraging that guy to you know to step it up and get it together and the same thing, uh, uh, we, we had strong leadership on offense as well. Jay Jeffrey, who was our quarterback, was that kind of person. And I think for a team to be successful, you have to have the leadership from the coaches, obviously. But most importantly, it's important for teams to have experience and leadership as, as players. 
And those players have to step up in times like this in order to uh, help the coaches, in order to, um, to motivate their teammates, you know, to start uh, playing maybe a, a little bit above what they're used to, coming out of their shells, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's what I feel about that, Matt. Um, I don't know about who on the staff is that kind of person now. I don't know which players on the team, but I can tell you that it's absolutely necessary for that type of leadership to emerge if you're expecting to be to be a good football team. Walter Abercrombie on with us, Executive Director of the B Association. Walter, I'm liking your work on this Baylor Plus product. Um, I'm telling you, I saw some of the free previews or whatever, and you're doing some narration on it. And I know you've done media and did radio for a long time, but uh, man, you you ought to you ought to look into that some of that voice work. I know you're a busy guy, but that I it's a very powerful <laughs> sound when you do that. So I, uh, I I like it, and I like it when they start one of those videos with narrated by Walter Abercrombie. It'll kind of come across <laughs> the screen. So I wanted to compliment you because. Uh, at first, I got to say, I'm not going to, I do podcasts or radio. I'm not going to pay for a site that's doing a bunch of podcasts, right? Even though I do uh-huh. that kind of stuff. But now that right. behind the scenes video stuff does get my attention. And it and it's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff, I have to say. Um, what's that been like? And, and like, how long does it take when you narrate uh, a deal like that? Is that like a couple of hours in the studio what's that what's that process been like no for me it's been pretty simple because i think um you know the staff that that's uh, the creative team that together they do they do really really good at coaching me up they give me the script uh to read and i just i just sit down in a quiet room and we read it together and they film it and or or, or record it and so it makes it pretty simple for me um i don't i don't know i I'm, I, my motivation is Matt Mosley. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you may need to search for new inspiration, but I I like hearing that. Um, that is, uh, but it it is good, and uh, you sound great, and just uh, you give it. And I know they've had Mike do one in the past, but you guys from those eighty early eighties teams, <clears throat> you give it some more. What's the word? Gravitas or something like that. But it's just because of who you are and sort of what you went through for the program. Because uh, uh, everybody remembers 80 and everybody remembers 79 was fun. But Walter's like 78 was tough, wasn't it? And even 81 was kind of tough. Everybody, yeah. it, it kind of goes back to what you're saying. They're, it's not all mountaintop experiences. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and we we have short memories, you know. We want to forget those those difficult years, but we've all gone mm-hmm. through them. You know, every Baylor fan has gone through difficult years. Um, uh, sometimes those years are put together, you know, and, and to, to where they're multiple years. But you know, we've um, we've been very fortunate. We still have a strong program. I think we have terrific brand recognition. Um, well, you know. And, Teams that line up to play us, you know, they still have to be prepared to play. I mean, I think, you know, everybody expected UT to come in here and just run all over us, um, and and thought the score would be much more out of reach than than it was. But the Bears played, and and it wasn't, you know, it uh, maybe was not as bad as people thought it was going to be. So you have to play the game. 
Um, and I think that that is uh, what our teams have to remember. Look, you know, we're not doing so good. We lost a bunch of players over the offseason through the portal and folks transferring. We had to get some new players in. Uh, there were some changes on the staff. I mean, we're playing with a bunch of young uh, football players and uh, not not a lot of experience out there. So this is going to be a year, Matt. And, and I think that um, if we continue to get better, we'll be all right. All right. Maybe getting on the road will help. I was talking to Ricky about that yesterday. Who knows? Maybe that, that bonding experience of playing on the road in a tough environment, maybe it'll be something that kind of shows up or they find something. Uh, maybe that'll be good. Did you, uh, Walter, you probably saw where Taylor Swift showed up to see Travis Kelsey. Apparently they're hanging out. I just, I was thinking when you were with the Steelers, and I'm not asking you who you dated or anything like that, you were probably already married. Uh, but do you remember any starlet or like who was the most interesting entertainer slash public figure who ever showed up to one of your games, either with the, the Steelers or or with the Eagles, or wherever you were in the NFL? Well, um, I don't, uh, you know, I, I, I had two uh, megastars, I guess you could say, that didn't necessarily come to our games, but I got a chance to meet. Uh, one, when I was in Philadelphia, uh, I was uh, friends with uh, Randall Cunningham, a quarterback, and, and uh, Keith Byers, who was in the backfield, and they were big fans of the Wining Brothers, well, that was a gospel group, and a cousin to the Winant family was Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. And Whitney Houston came to a, a concert that their, the, the Winant family was having in Philadelphia, and because we were all together at the, with the Eagles organization, they, we were at front row seat, and then we had an opportunity to, you know, to hang out with them after the, the concert was over. And that was probably one of the biggest things, just getting to meet Whitney and and uh, the Winan brothers and, and uh, the Winan sister. Uh, it was it was you know it was BB and CC Winan. That was really a, a real treat for me. The other person was in Pittsburgh when they were filming the movie Flashdance, and I had a chance to meet. Uh, they, they had Irene Cara, who was one of the one of the singer of the song Flashdance, I think, and she was. Uh, doing a tour in Pittsburgh, and I got a chance to to meet her, and uh, just a wonderful lady. But uh, but those are two people that stand out. Of course, there were guys, but you know, when you're talking about Taylor Swift, immediately I thought about the two the two singers <laughs> I got a chance. The Winans, man, I remember them, and I was trying to look it up as you were talking. It's time is one song that I liked from the early '90s. And what a talented family. Boy, B.B. and C.C., that's it. And I used to have a buddy, Church of Christ. Of course, they didn't have the instruments in their church. And I'd be listening to that, and he and he would always say, are you listening to the Winans again? And I said, it's the Winans. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those, that's, uh, those are some good ones, right? Whitney, my gosh, you talk about royalty. I was thinking about that movie. You said a movie was made in Pittsburgh. There was one called like the fish, the fish that stole Pittsburgh, or the fish. It was a sports movie, um, right? Yeah. But it was like probably when you were still at Baylor that came out. I was a kid, and I, I'll have to look that one up because I think that was before you got to Pittsburgh. 
Uh, but anyway, well, it's fun. Always great to visit with you. I still see like some of your old Steelers teammates up at Cooper Fitness Center. They're all still working out, looking good. You know, staying in shape and some of that. So it's always fun to find somebody that was buddies with Walter Abercrombie. And there's a lot of them out there. Walter, I really appreciate it. Fun to have you on. Thank you so much, Matt. It's always great being with you. You do a great job. And good luck for the rest of the day. You bet. There he goes. Um, We'll need it. We'll need it, Walter knows, to get to 6 o'clock. But uh, with guests like Walter, I mean, you know, it's it's uh it's this makes it a lot of fun. Walter Abercrombie B Association does an incredible job. The executive director used to do Baylor Radio, turned it over to JJ, and uh, but still does a lot of narration for all these documentaries. Uh, use him for voiceover if you're out there. My goodness, he sounds great. But uh, always fun to to catch up with Walter. Uh, okay, it is time. Let's see, we've got some campus confidential coming up. And um, have lots. We got Scott Drew. Uh, we want to talk about. Uh, we want to talk to about this new schedule. But uh, next, we'll get into some Rangers because things are looking really 